Welcome to the Rural Revival Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Larson. This week we're in Lenox, Iowa with Bonnie Ramsey of Ramsey's Market and Ramsey's Ace Hardware. Bonnie's telling us all about how she and her husband, Theo, have turned a grocery store into an entertainment business that's focused on providing a unique, one-of-a-kind experience for their customers. We also talk about why grocery stores are so important for our rural communities, how Bonnie and Theo compete against the big box stores in a small rural town, and how they opened the first Ace Hardware in the U.S. with a bar where you can literally have a beer and buy a lawnmower at the same time. So here we go with Bonnie Ramsey. Okay, well, we're here today in Lenox, Iowa with Bonnie Ramsey of Ramsey's Market and now at Ramsey's Ace Hardware. Yeah, we're so happy to have you here. <laughs> it's great to be here. Well, tell us a little bit about you. Are you a native Iowan? I am. I am a super proud native Iowa girl. Yes, through and through. I was born and raised here. Okay, so did you grow up here in Lenox? I did. I grew up eight miles south of Lenox on a farm. So I was a farm girl, um, harvest nights in the field and all of that good stuff. So yes, I did. Very good. Well, tell us a little bit about your journey that then eventually led you back to Iowa. Well, I went to a really small rural um, school here in Iowa, um, graduated and went to college for music business and marketing, um, joined the Air Force after that to sing. Um, that was the only thing that we did was sing in the Air Force. Um, met my husband, and we traveled all over singing all over the country. And he sang overseas as well. And then we decided we wanted to move back to raise our kids back in a small town of Iowa because that's where our heart was. Wow. So what was it that you loved about Lenox and that stood out to you to choose this town to plant some roots in? The people here are amazing. Um, it just had my whole heart. Um, and I wanted to see what we could do to give back um, to the town. Um, with what we had learned from traveling all over, from seeing all over the country, um, we saw some amazing things when we were traveling. But um, the people here just had my whole heart. So we wanted to come back and give back. Very cool. So did you have a business opportunity in mind or were you kind of had open hands like wherever we can be of value to the community? Yes, we we didn't have um, a specific business in mind when we came back. Um, we really just kind of up and decided to move back. I mean, we had grown in our jobs um, where we were. We were in St. Louis and had got the positions that we never thought we would got, you know, get and the houses that, you know, the house that we never thought we would have. And I realized that none of that mattered, um, that it was the people that mattered and being part of that community that I had missed so much. And so we really just sold everything, packed up and moved back home. Um, and an opportunity came up, um, the grocery store came up for sale after we, shortly after we moved back. And when we were traveling all over the country singing, I know this sounds crazy, but one of our hobbies, our biggest hobby was we would do the show and then we would go to the local market and we would spend hours there. Like what unique products did they have? The architecture, like everything, we would study it. And we didn't know that we were 
building this repertoire right. <laughs> of retail <laughs> when we were doing that. But we have been all over the country to see what other people have been doing. And so when the opportunity came up, we thought, you know, we don't know a lot about the grocery, but we have seen a ton and we know marketing and we know entertainment. And how cool would that be to really embrace the retail in a small town and bring this entertainment value that we had learned all over the country back, hoping that it would draw people in and grow the community. I love it. So you came in with a big vision and tell us about that vision and how you kind of started to implement that. <laughs> so our vision, um, I'm sure most grocers, when we would start to tell our vision, thought we were absolutely cuckoo and insane. <laughs> <laughs> and so for the first, you know, year or two, we just really kind of um, kept the crazy to ourselves. <laughs> you know, we would have these visions in the middle of the night and we would talk about it. Um, but we really wouldn't let that crazy out too much because we didn't <laughs> want people thinking we were absolutely insane. So we really spent the first two years just really learning the business, um, making the business run, the numbers, how does it work, learning the retail inside and out um, at the same time with this vision that we had in the back of our head. Um, it hasn't been until just really the last two years that we've been starting to implement um, the entertainment factor to the retail. Now we have a good base of how it works. And so now we're kind of getting to play just a little bit more. So it's really fun. Cool. So explain that a little bit for our listeners. What does that entertainment piece look like? <laughs> so we kind of consider ourselves, you know, we have a grocery store and we just added an Ace Hardware um, in the building next door. So we, we sell food and items, but we really consider ourselves an entertainment business. Um, in the world of retail right now, it's a completely different baby than it was 10 years ago. You know, you have your Amazon stores, which is completely different. It's almost like your Sears catalog that they had in the hundred, you know, 1900s. Yeah. It's a whole new concept. And <clears throat> the retail world is having a really hard time, you know, all the way up to Walmart and all of the big, big box stores of how do we how do we compete against that? You know, what do we do? And especially in a rural town, okay, you know, the big guys are having trouble. So how do us little guys in, in a small community, how do we compete with that? You know, if the big guys, if you're looking at the big guys and they're struggling, uh -huh. holy cow, what do we do against Amazon? Because Amazon's coming in these rural communities left and right, you know, and, and Dollar Generals and Walmarts. And how do we compete against that pricing? And the only thing that Walmart, Amazon, the only thing that Dollar General, the only thing that these guys don't have is an experience. And I really think that people are missing that human connection, uh -huh. that human interaction. And so for us, our answer is, you know, no, we can't compete with the big box guys. But I don't know that I want to. Uh -huh. I don't want to be in that arena, you know. And so... I know entertainment really well, and that is our strength, and that is what we're kind of cornerstoning all of this retail around to provide a completely different experience so that we are not in that arena of the Amazons and the, and the Walmarts, just kind of pull us out of that. Yeah. So when somebody comes to Ramsey's Market, what can they expect <laughs> to find? <laughs> well, um, we do live shows. Um, we have a light bar and... Uh, uh, wireless mics um, that should be installed in the next week or two um, that will be doing um, shows for the meat cutter. When you come in, you'll see a singing you know, butcher on certain select days. Um, and music is, 
is very present here. Um, in the Ace Hardware side, we just opened that um, this year. Um, we will be opening a bar, and a, um, it's a tiger taco is what we call it. Um, we su serve blue tacos um, and burritos, and it's the first Ace Hardware in the whole United States. We're really proud of it and really excited that we'll have, you can buy a beer, a Corona, and buy a lawnmower at the same time, <laughs> walk around the whole facility, or a glass of wine, um, and, and so it's kind of a new novelty that we're bringing to, to the retail side of it on that side as well. I love it. When you say full service, you read it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it's kind of nice to get away and, and enjoy shopping a little bit at the same time. Yeah. So tell us a little bit. We're sitting in the Ace Hardware right now. What condition was this building in? And kind of maybe let's take a step back even and say what gave you the idea to expand? Because you already had the market, <laughs> which keeps you plenty busy. Yes. Yeah, so the market um, kept us plenty busy. And I love that building. That building was in a family for about 100 years before we purchased a very sweet family. And they had a legacy in this town. And we knew we had a high bar to live up to. Um, and everything that we've done in the grocery store, we've done repurposing. I'm big on repurposing. Um, so down to the shelves in the grocery store, we would, we'd pull those out of Whole Foods at auctions in the middle of the night, pack them on a U-Haul truck, and move it back and put them back in. So everything between both buildings has been repurposed. Um, the building next door to the market came up for auction for the first time to the public. Um, and it was the old gymnasium in 1928. Um, and so the history in this building is, is legendary in our community. Um, and I think in 1969, um, the American Legion purchased it. And they turned it into an event center. Um, and every wedding that I can ever remember <laughs> ran through <laughs> here. And every, you know, graduation ceremony and every dance. Um, and there are so many memories filled on this floor. And so when it came up for auction, and it's literally four feet away from the grocery store, I couldn't bear to see it be torn down, number one. Um, but also just having a vision of growing the entertainment aspect to the retail was super exciting. And we had came in to look at it. And when we purchased it, um, the, the ceiling had been lowered. And all of the windows, there's 36 windows up um, when you come into this building. They had all been boarded up. And so I actually hadn't even realized that the ceiling was very tall and the, and the windows had been boarded up. And we had crawled up. Um, into the ceiling when we were looking and I peeked over <laughs> and I saw 36 windows with boards on it and I saw the ceiling went up another, oh gosh, probably at least 10 or 12 foot. And I looked over to my husband and he knew we were in trouble <laughs> because <laughs> I said, oh my gosh, this is a diamond in the rough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, so we, we purchased it at the auction and we would work at the grocery store during the day and then in the middle of the night we would come and literally tear the ceiling out and expose the windows and we just you know piece by piece um brought this building back to life to what it was in the 1920s so how long did that process take before you were ready to open the doors it took about a year to really get the building ready to be have shelving in it um, and that was mostly just us coming over in the middle of the night. We had a couple people help us here and there, um, but mostly it was just our passion to get the building back to what it was. Um, and then we started to have um, the ACE Corporation kind of come in and, and vision and working with them on, okay, we want ACE to come into this building, but 
you know, will you let us do the entertainment aspect? Will you let us put a bar with the ACE branding? And how is that going to work? And then they kind of helped us lay out the, to the building and how it was going to work. Um, so that took probably another 10 months or so. Okay, wow. So you've got the restaurant piece in the front of the building, mm -hmm. and then you walk in, and there's the Ace Hardware, and then talk to us about your fun surprise in the back <laughs> of the building. Oh, so the back of the building is like Christmas every day to me because <laughs> um, in the back we we um, the back of the building has the old original stage, and so when you look down, it, you know it has the original basketball floor. And then you look to the very end of the building, you can still see the arch um, where all of the performances were on. And so on that backstage, we call it backstage deals. Um, it is inventory that we have purchased. Um, it's a truck um, and it's inventory from Amazon and Target. Um, it's just return merchandise. Um, usually it's in new condition, never even been out of the box. And we um, are able to purchase that whole truck, and then we sell it 50% off of Target pricing and Amazon pricing. But you don't know exactly <laughs> what's going on the truck. I have an idea, um, but I don't know exactly. So when that truck comes, it's literally like Christmas unpacking it, putting it on the shelf. It's so fun. And that inventory changes all of the time. So it's kind of a fun little area back there. Very fun and a great way to keep people coming back. Yeah. Because you never know what you're going to find. Yeah, it's kind of fun. That's great. What has been the most challenging thing about moving back, starting these businesses, expanding? <laughs> Sleep. Yeah, yeah. I'm catching on to that. <laughs> um, you know, we love it. Um I really feel like this is where we're supposed to be and what we're supposed to be doing. And so when you love something, it doesn't feel like work. Um, and so it's really a passion. And so the most challenging, gosh, um, you know, I just don't want to let anybody down. And um, the most challenging is not doubting myself and just really you know, keep pushing and what I believe and what I think is best for not only what we're doing, but what is going to draw people to this town. Because really, ultimately, us doing this, my whole goal is to pull people into this town so that they experience how amazing these people are. I mean, if I can do that, then then we did our job. Mm -hmm. Because it's not about Ramsey's Market or Ramsey's Ace Hardware or what we're doing across the street. It is really to pull people in so they experience this community and how amazing it is and how amazing Iowa is. Absolutely. What has been the most rewarding? Oh, gosh. The most rewarding. You know, I had, uh, we deliver. Yes. And um, I had a person tell us just this last month, um, you know, she pulled us aside and she has limited abilities and she says you know when you guys deliver you spend 20 minutes with us and just talking and I encourage our staff to do that you know to spend time with each person and she says you have no idea how much that means to me not just to get the supplies that we need but for you guys to really come into our home and be a part of our family and just to just to communicate, you know, and, and that, the people, you know, that's what it's all about. It's the people. And so I would, you know, things like that is the most rewarding, I think, in all of this. I think you've done a great job of listening to the needs of the community and then trying to respond to that. And your delivery truck is one of those great <laughs> examples. So tell us a little bit about how that came about. 
of the delivery time. Well, my dad um, is kind of like a little MacGyver. He um, <laughs> creates things out of nothing. And um, he had seen these little trucks, and he had came to me, and he says, you really need one of these. I said, oh, Dad. <laughs> well, soon, um, I guess I was writing a check for one of these. <laughs> and it was coming from eBay on a truck, and um, he helped us rehab it. And it has been awesome. It has been so fun. Um, so he's always kind of looking out. Actually, we're going to be doing um, some YouTube videos with him called It's Not Rocket Science. It ain't rocket science. And we're going to be doing little things from the east side. Um, just to put out there for informational stuff because he's been in the business for gosh 35 years of how to do stuff so wow we're, we're looking forward to that yeah and the truck even has a name right yeah it's the Cushman yeah uh -huh. yeah. yeah two buck truck the two buck truck <laughs> I love it yep why do you think grocery stores are such an important staple of our rural communities I really think they're the cornerstone um, of the communities because of the health component but not only, even more important than the health component is your emotional component. I can't tell you how many people um, stop in the parking lot and catch up. Um, you know, how are you doing or what happened in your life? Or they come in, you know, I'll have individuals come in just to connect with other people. You know, it's really a place where you come in to see how the weather's going to be for the week or what community event or who just passed away or who's going to have a baby. You know, it's not just the fresh food component. It's also a hub for these small communities of where to go for what's happening. Yeah. And I think that's a great reminder for everyone to go support your local grocer. <laughs> <laughs> what advice would you have for someone thinking about investing in a business in their small town? Well, I would say if you invest in your small town, you are doing something pretty special for your, you, you know, these small towns, um, it's so rewarding because the people that you're servicing are, you know, they're your friends and they're your community and they're your family and they're, they are the reason that you're doing it. And so I would encourage anybody to do it. It's so rewarding. Um, and so fulfilling. Yeah. You're also involved in the community in other ways outside of the store. <laughs> Talk a little bit about that and the importance of being involved in the community. Yeah, it's, um, it's really important to get out there. And it's hard as a business owner because you're very busy. Um, but I can't emphasize how important it is to also be involved in these other organizations. Um, I, I try to get as involved as much as I can um, to help in other ways that I can as well. It really, um, you get feedback um, from other community members and also um, it kind of, you know, you're able to help more and more capacity. Um, so I really highly encourage it. It's really beneficial. Yeah. Well, what's next for Ramsey's Market and <laughs> Ramsey's Ace Hardware or whatever else you and your husband <laughs> Theo have planned? Um, well, our burrito bar is opening um, next week. We're so excited in the bar. Um, we will be getting some more trucks in for the backstage deals, and that will be a constant um, flow of inventory after the bar is up and open. And then we are so excited. I say it's our last and final project, but who knows. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a building that is just south of the grocery store and the Ace Hardware um, that used to be an old elevator in town, and it's been in this family for a very long time, but it's been vacant probably for, gosh, 25, 30 years, I would guess. Um, they'd probably correct me on that. I'm not exactly sure how long, but, um, and we are so 
blessed and fortunate to be able to purchase that building. Um, and then we are, our plans are in a year or, or so to start construction on it. And we are, we are going to be putting a brewery and a restaurant over there um, to kind of complete the circle. The, the beer that, that is um, brewed over there will come and be put in tap at the Ace. Um, and we will be able to close down the street and do um, events and dances because it's literally to the south um, on the other side of the street. So um, we do have a home across just adjacent to all of these properties that we're trying to finish as well. And that'll be a VRBO for anybody that wants to come down and go to the brewery and come to the ACE. They can also rent out the home as well for the weekend or the evening um, if they come in from a distance. So we're hoping <laughs> that we'll pull people in from other communities that want to experience Lennox. I think it's great. I can't <laughs> wait to see it all come together. Well, how do we follow along with everything you have going on? We are on, we have a website, ramseysmarket.com, and also um, we have Facebook, and we're going to be starting to push um, in the media as well on YouTube and, and Twitter and, and more, you know, in those realms. We've been kind of hesitant to push too hard um, because it's kind of what comes first, the chicken or the egg. You know, we've been building all of this. <laughs> we're yeah. like, if we start pushing too hard and they come and we're in the middle of the construction, you know, uh, so, but we're getting really close. So you'll start seeing us in more platforms as well. Exciting. I think you guys are totally set up for success. <laughs> I love it. Um, we'll link to all that in the show notes as well. So Bonnie, thanks for being Thank on the you. podcast. Thanks for coming. I'm so excited you came and you do wonderful things for these communities and on behalf of all the communities, we can't thank you enough for oh. what you do for all of us. It's an honor, seriously. So, well, thank you very much. Well, I love Bonnie's heart for this community and her passion to give back. It really shines through in everything she and Theo are doing. She also has a great perspective on how to set your retail business apart and stay relevant in our rural communities. Bonnie and Theo truly are making Linux a fun destination, and it's one you'll want to put on the list for your next road trip. Huge thanks to Bonnie for being on the podcast, and thanks to you for tuning in. We'll be back next week. Have a great day, everybody. Music.